Hey everybody, GM Dwayne here with just a quick reminder that this episode and next week episode will be the first two for Group B's story. Uh, after that, we'll be going back to our back and forth, back and forth pattern. So here is Group B this week and next week. Enjoy the show. A long, long, long time ago. In a galaxy far, far away. Continuation! Bounty hunter Bale, Bronda, and lounge singer Skip Fortuna are paired with the mysterious Grieve Andola as they try to complete the Count's bidding. The death of crime lord Javu the Hutt has left many questions within the crime organization. Will this trio get to the bottom of it? Or will they find themselves in a deeper mystery? everybody to another exciting flight risk adventure this is our group b untitled story so far we'll come up with a title as we go along i am your gm as always we're going to go around and do some player character introductions and do our player character question to start our show so i'm going to take a look at my screen and go left to right how i see them and the first person i see is joe joe how are you doing tonight uh, I am doing very, very, very well. Sure, Joe, and who are you playing tonight? Uh, I am playing, uh, still playing Bill Bronda. Um, he is a bounty hunter um, and a troublemaker. And, uh, well, you know, he can get annoying after a little while. But that's okay, because I don't care. That's the character I play. <laughs> All right, next we have Kyle. Kyle, how are you doing? Hi, I'm doing wonderful. I am very much looking forward to getting back into this. Nice. And who are you bringing to the table? Tonight, I will be playing the one and only Skip Fortuna, one half of the dynamic twin duo Twilek entertainers and tinkers of the Fortuna twins. Nice. And last but definitely not least, joining us for the first time is Pete. How you doing, Pete? I'm doing really well. How are you guys doing? And Pete, what character are you bringing to us? Well, tonight I'm going to be playing Grieve Ondola, the uh, Duros scout, bit of an outdoorsman, likes to be left alone, maybe a little bit of a chip on his shoulder. Cool. All right, so we're going to do our player character question right now, then we'll dive into the action. We're just going to go reverse order for funsies. So, Pete, what is your character's favorite childhood memory? So, Grieve's favorite memory is got to be the day he learned how to build his first campfire. Who taught him? Um, I'm going to say his, probably his dad taught him. And uh, yeah, because I mean, not only did that mean uh, he got to stay warm on nights, uh, but, uh, you know, and not only was that like a cool thing for him to learn, but um, he kind of learned how to be self-sufficient. And that was like kind of the first step to that. Very, very cool. Kyle, what is Skip's favorite childhood memory? Well, um, fleeing from Ryloth after their parents downfall there and avoiding getting sold into slavery 
they use their dad's Nubian star slip and and they, he got to watch Anarchy co-pilot with his dad as we headed to Area Du where um, father's illicit and unknown holdings were held. Um, and then when they arrived, he got the biggest hug you could have ever imagined from Uncle Count when he saw us. And as Skip recounts this favorite childhood memory of getting to hug Uncle Count and the whole adventure of fleeing, it's only recently that he remembers looking back and seeing this look of pain and sorrow on his mother's face from that hug. Bittersweet, then. All right, uh, and Joe, what is Baby Bale's favorite memory? So, uh, his uh, favorite memory, I guess, would have to be uh, the first vid he ever got his little hands on and that was Enforcer Force, which was a uh a hollow vid about um two enforcers enforcing the law because his dad was actually a law enforcement person, so he always idolized law enforcement types as a child, and when he got a hold of his first hollow vid about law enforcement people, uh it made him very, very very happy. He even has like uh, all the different editions on the Starhawk um, of that film. So he's got the director's cut. He's got the director's uh, director's director's cut. Uh, he's got <laughs> he's got the editor's choice uh, edition uh, and like so many other editions. He's got like a whole wall full of different editions. Very very cool. Right on. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Our story begins in a smoke filled room in the back dark corner of the mall. The spaceport that uh, Bale had crossed paths a few times in his previous adventure. And in this room is our favorite Chadra fan, Hex, sitting in his large, oversized chair, puffing very proudly on a space vape pen, blowing up smoke everywhere he can. <laughs> and, uh, we're Why do I get the feeling that you're describing me? <laughs> are, are you a three-foot-tall bat person? <laughs> no. Yes. Well, I'm just saying, I'll, I'll say I draw inspiration from people I know, so yes. Maybe was... Do you feel seen? So, we are in the middle of a Sabacc game, and Bale, you ended your last adventure with a couple droids. One happened to be owned by Hex, and Hex wants his droid back. You want to keep him. You've grown close to Perry. And so you guys, at a gentleman's agreement, you're going to play a game of Sabacc for him. So that's what we're going to go ahead and do right now. So it's so now if if either of the other players, if Skip or Grief, thank you. Grief. I was going to say Grief, I know it was that. If either Skip or Grief want to pony up some money at the table, they're more than happy to play. But, you know, that's, that's on you. Skip doesn't have any money. Storks not here. Correct. <laughs> All right. So, hmm. Reeve, do you feel like uh, trying your luck? Sure. I'm gonna not. I really don't know how uh, what the ante is. So, ten credits. Well, we'll start with the. We'll start with the. We'll do one or two small, quick games, and then we'll dive into the the the, the big game. Sure. So, how we sure. play Sabak in an Edge of the Empire is that you take uh, your choice. Your character's cool rating. Or if you plan on trying to cheat, you can use either deception or skullduggery. You're gonna roll 
you're going to roll that okay. value, and that's going to be going to establish your cards. If you use, uh, if you if you are cheating, you have to throw a red die in because if you get a despair, you get caught cheating. Yeah, you're caught. All right, right, so right. That makes it's sense. Up to you. Okay. Um, you want me to go ahead and make that uh, roll? Yeah, go ahead. Sure. All right. And then I guess whatever. The, uh, am I making a simple check or is this against difficulty? Red and a purple. My brain is for worker. Yeah. Two red and a purple. Oof. All right. Well, <laughs> this isn't going to go well. Okay. That's not too bad. Not going to go well. That's what three successes. <laughs> uh, oh, that, that was a. Um, that was a cool check, by the way. It was not yeah, a... Uh, yeah, you only see the two red guy. You were it was not a... Uh, oh, deception. despairs. Oh. Oh, despairs. no. Oof. Uh, so I succeed. I take three threats. Right, so, uh... And suddenly they'll go ahead and see how, what your cards look like. Okay, so what exactly am I rolling? What you're going to roll your cool, if you're playing it straight, are either mm-hmm. your deception or your skullduggery if you're trying to cheat. Alright. Uh, and what's the difficulty? It's going to be uh, two red and a purple. Two red and a purple. <laughs> uh, that would be three successes and four threats. <laughs> hey, I didn't get a despair. Ah. Alright. No, that's fair. You didn't. So Hex, go ahead and roll. He only got one success and a couple of no buenos. So Oh, can can skip can skip play this round? Will somebody spot him uh, a couple credits? He's like, this looks like a, a little bit of fun, actually. Maybe I will be good at this. Yeah, sure. I'll, I'll spot <laughs> you ten. That's okay. Oh, you're a good friend, Bale. Yeah, well, I'm just hoping that whatever winnings you're gonna get will come back to oh, me look. for that. Uh... I have one. <laughs> oh. Well, no, this is your, your establishment. It's the beginning hand. <laughs> So now the next step of this oh. is, yeah, there's one more step <laughs> that we now each get to roll one or destiny dice, if you're looking at this, and then um, that dictates what your actual final hand is. I had no failures, so that turns two of my threats into advantages, which will then cancel out my threats. Yeah, so you just have uh, three successes. Three successes. Skip, what did you get? So. Three successes and two advantage, then? Uh, yeah. So, yeah, so Skip would win this hand. Game for Skip. I am good at this. Yeah, yeah, you are. Well, you know what? You're a good investment so far. (laughs) So, uh, let's press our luck again. I look over a hex and I go, well, I kind of like Perry on my group. And, uh, I am very, very reluctant to, uh, pot without him. How about we put a, we up the ante a little bit and, uh, well, let's play a hand for, uh, for Perry. Bail, 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 buddy. You know, you know I love you. I love you like a second cousin three times removed from my mother's side. This droid here, he's been with me for a long time. You better be making this worth my while. Well, what would you want? What would you want on my end for Perry? 
I had heard from a little miner that you have come across some weapons that used to belong to some pirates. Now, if you want to offer up those illicit weapons in exchange for this droid, we can talk. Or we could just make a trade. I will put up the guns if you give me the droid, and we wouldn't even have to play a hand. Oh, I was enjoying this so much, though. <laughs> Where is the thrill in that? Your friends are right. That is how we roll at the mall. It's all about the danger. It makes life worth living. So I ask you again, Bronda. You in? Are you out? Wait, there is rolling, too. I thought this was cards. <laughs> uh, Bale kind of sits there and thinks, thinks about it to himself and this whole thought thought process is, well, I do like the guns, and I do like the droid. He doesn't want to do a fair... No, no, he's thinking... He's thinking this. This is like interthought monologue, so if your character's psychic, then sure, yeah, you are hearing this. Alright, fine, I'll take your wager. Let's do this. Alright, alright, let's do this. Alright, so we're just gonna repeat the same process since we kinda know what we're doing now. Should go a little faster. So you're gonna be rolling against the same all, two red and All purple. three of us against the one person? That's well, right. <laughs> Sounds easy enough. Well, you see, Bale's putting up his guns. What are you gonna be putting up oh, there, Pinboy? Uh, I don't think I have anything. Um These are some primo droids. You got five thousand credits in those tight little pants of yours? Yes. Well, no, I mean, I don't have them on me. I, My manservant and bodyguard carries all of the funds, but he does not seem to be about. <laughs> well, la-dee-da. So, um, I guess I'm out. That's too bad. I'm sure we could have figured something out. Oh, certainly. I would love to play. Um, may I charm you into having a seat at the table? <laughs> sure, if you want to roll a charm, I'll let you do it. You don't want me to. Okay, bye. Alright, so he's got uh, one <coughs> sorry, one yellow, one green so that's one red, one purple. Okay, here we go. Are you ready? Sure. I believe I have four successes and an advantage. Oh, I didn't get nothing. Okay. I guess I'm spending the night with this Charger fan. Alright, pretty boy. You know what? You can't sit in. I'm sure we can figure something out if you win. Hooray! How about you, friend? You in, or are you a spectator? Yeah, I was just looking for a game, but... Uh, I'm not here for some sort of... gun running. And he kind of just drops his cards on the table. Y'all have fun. That is uh, a good choice. <laughs> Aren't you the potty pooper? Alright. So does this mean I get the guns as well if I win? <laughs> I like you. You ain't that pretty, though. Alright, so, uh, we are rolling, uh, our cool. And then that's against two reds and a purple? Uh, yeah. Oh, two failures. Advantage. Uh, a success and two advantage. All right. All right. Oh no, he's got two successes. Two successes and that. All right. So now we roll our one white. See how that 
exit. Ooh. One dot. So that means that lower that takes away one of your advantages. Oh, so that's uh, <laughs> okay. So that's uh, oh, two failures and a threat. Oh <laughs> uh, no, two failures. Okay, so that means all right. So it looks like uh, the Chatter fan wins this one. Well, Bill, buddy, sometimes you win. This time you lose. No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on. Let's up the ante on this. Okay. Not only will what you else get could the... you possibly have that I would want? Did you not hear about the big score I got on the last run? Uh-huh. How about this? How about some new furniture? Eh? Eh? And he takes out, like, uh, like his, uh, I, I guess his Star Wars equivalent to a cell phone and shows, like, him pictures of, like, the really nice furniture that he picked up. All that stuff from the storage area, yep. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> a few of the pieces. Not all of the pieces. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm sure the Count is, like, expecting some of this stuff. Especially with the message that I left him uh, yeah, so before. Yeah, better, yeah. So. Not lose much of his stuff. He's not going to be a happy No, ever. no. Uh, I don't think it's all his stuff anyways, so. <laughs> well, I mean, if you claimed it while you're on the clock for him, he kind of gets dips. <laughs> well. That's debatable, <laughs> but that's uh, for a different conversation for later. Uh, <laughs> all right, cool. All you right. got some nice stuff there. I could use a nice bedroom set. Uh, just because you're friends with Harlan. One more hand. But if I'm up, up in the ante, what are you up in? You just lost to him. <laughs> ah, ah, that, that's very true. Uh, that. that is some nice stuff. How about this? I give you, let's say, half of the guns and the droids for all the furniture. Fair enough. All right. I guess they're just fair and fair and square. All right. Let's do this. Um. Let's see here. I'm wondering if there's anything that I can do. I don't know. I mean, there's, there's. Be creative ways for you to get a blue die or throw a black die at him or something like that. Have I'm, we I'm, I'm open done to our, uh, our... Oh, for um, we did not, actually. That's a yes. good point. But isn't this prologue? Yeah, but it's, you know, it gives him a little bonus. Oh, I wouldn't be against him using it. Of course he wouldn't be. Oh, yeah. well, Makes the game yeah. more interesting. Alright. <laughs> More lights. Alright, so you do have a lot of... If you want to flip one of your light sides, you do have a bunch of them, though. All right, cool. And uh, I think our our new friend must uh, roll his destiny as well, which will probably be you know a dark side, <laughs> a dark side point. That's okay. That's all right. Ah, I called it. <laughs> all right, all right. Flipping that uh, for. And it, uh, to lower the difficulty by, um... No, it would, it would increase your, your ability. So whatever ah. you want, like, if you have a green, it becomes a yellow. Alright, cool. It's evens the odds just a little bit. Just a little. Alright, I am rolling. Ah, one threat! You're <laughs> better than me, I got, I got two Could have been worse. Alright, let's roll our one, our one white and see how we do. Aha! I'm going to take away two of those failures to give myself two successes. Oh, hey. 
fortune smiles on Bill Bronda as I get it. Yeah. I get to keep him a droid. Yes. Uh, Bale just, like, jumps out and is like, yes! All right! Yes! All right. So, <laughs> Hex looks a little dejected, but he still got half those guns, so it wasn't a complete loss for him. Uh, all right. Hey, that's the way the box cards fall. I shouldn't have doubted you, Bronda. I knew you were a pretty good player. Remember, next time you're at the mall, you, me, Harlan's shopping spree. That sounds like a, that sounds like a good time. A very good time. Alright, so you've got your uh, your parry back, so good for you. Yay! So with the the card game over, the uh, now four of you head back to the Starhawk, which is a bale ship. And uh, Pip, a T7 astromech, is rolling about, checking different computer sensors. But you know what astromechs do. And once you guys get in, door closes, and you hear a message coming in. Okay. Uh, I'm going to check the message. Sure. It is a message from your favorite, favorite employer, Uncle Count. I'm back. Ah, yes. Hey, uh, Skip, we got a message from the Count. Oh, good. I am sorry to have missed his call. Unfortunately, we did. But... Uh, he probably just sent a message, probably didn't call, really. Uh, let's see what this is all about. So I hit the play button. So the voice crackles on, and you hear the, the familiar sound of the voice of the count. Bail, Skip, and Reap. I know you are enjoying your little time off in between your missions, but something has come up that I need to take care of right away. As you know, Jabu the Hutt passed away not too long ago under some suspicious situation. Something about a faulty hyperdrive. Now, I believe that Narya Pengron, his protege, might be a little involved. She was a little too ambitious for my liking. And though Jabu was one of the most vile and disgusting huts I've ever met. Change is never good in our line of work. I need you to head over and meet with his replacement, Jaka. They will be able to give you the information on where to find Naria, and I need you to not undo the good deed that Anarchy and Dork have done. I sent them ahead. They have warmed the hut up for you with the gift of some illicit goods. So, Jaka is waiting for you. Please head there as soon as possible. And the message gets up. Mm, sounds, sounds very, like it's very important. What do you, what's your take on this, Skip? Yes, I'm excited. It's It's been a while since I was inside a warmed hut. <laughs> what about you, Greed? We're just meeting a hut. I guess so. Accompanying the message was uh, the coordinates for a planet, Abrogado Ray. It's one of the 
outermost core world is kind of in that borderline. Is it the outer rim? Is it the core world? It's, you know, depending on the day of the week, that's the kind of planet you're going to be hitting. Mm-hmm. It's actually the very first planet on the Rima trade route. You know, there's probably going to be some shooting to do, right? Yeah, shooting's fun. I mean, we got plenty of guns. So, it's not like, you know, we're going to have, we're going to be under, under-equipped for this or anything. Grieve just kind of puts his hands in the air. All right. I, Might as well just get this over I and high five with. both of his hands. <laughs> <laughs> he stops just mid all of that, just looks at you. <laughs> yes, exactly. Hurrah! And I do a little arm pump and smile. You're a little too excited about getting shot at there, Skip. No, I'm excited about his excitement and to go on this adventure. I turn with both hands raised to high-five Bale. Uh, Bale reluctantly puts his hands up in the air for the double high-five. Skip doesn't miss. <laughs> All right. Uh, roll. All right. Roll. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, rolls up and tells you, Very well, let's do this. Punch it. Was there any credits that accompanied the message? Did he have give us any spending capital for this mission? Sure, yeah. We'll say that the the count has forged you mostly a thousand credits. Excellent. It's walking around money, I guess. Perfect. Skip just gives all of it to grief. Okay. I am sure. not good with money. Or counting. Right. <laughs> okay. Alright, so this uh, flight is going to take you the equivalent of a few days. How do you guys tend to pass the time on this flight? Uh, <clears throat> hollow vids and space chess. <laughs> is there technically a hollow net? Or is that too is there advanced uh, for this time? Yeah, period? we've been going with the holonet, but in my head, it's always been more uh, closer to dial-up than the DSL we have today. So Okay. Yeah, exactly. It makes sounds, you log in, that kind of stuff. Being that Grieve's a bit of a outdoorsy person and a little paranoid, um, if he can fire up the old uh, modem, he'll, uh, I guess... Maybe do some research on what Obrigado Ray is all about. Um, In terms of, like, climate, weather, Mm -hmm. biomes, all that stuff. Okay. So, and then, uh, Skip, uh, do you do anything on this uh, couple days? Skip wanders around and uh, supports his friends. (laughs) What a good guy. What a cheap (laughs) player. That is a good idea. You know, we went to a planet on my last adventure, and we didn't bother to look anything (laughs) up on it at all. This is very interesting. Reads over Grieve's shoulder until he registers that Grieve is like, "Can you leave me alone?" And then he backs off quickly and <laughs> goes and annoys Bale. For a while. Yeah. Uh, so, like, as he's doing all this research and stuff, uh, Bale kind of yells from his uh, his little cabin in, on the ship, like, "Hey, who's using up all the bandwidth? I'm trying to watch a hollow vid here." <laughs> Get off the phone! I'm trying to download a song. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. What's Napster? Space Napster. Yep. Spapster? Yeah. There's no Metallica in this universe, so Napster's a thing. 
Galaxter, yes. <laughs> it's a loft cat picture. It's beautiful. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> Galaxter. Sure. Um, Grieve in your uh, research, you find out that the planet is uh, a manufacturing, trade-oriented planet. Uh, third of five worlds in the system. It is... It is extremely a rough-and-tumble world, being on the most outer part of the core world. It is where you start to see law enforcement start to be a little more corrupt, a little more looking the other way. So, bribes and stuff are not an impossibility on this world. Right. Um, assuming you're looking at their uh, space yelp or travelocity page, we can let you know that there's uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's regular establishments, there's very popular cantinas, there's casinos. You know, it's a hopping planet. Walk softly, and carry a big stick. Alright, so (laughs) you all now land on this planet. I assume I'm not going to make you guys roll, because I don't want you to crash and venture in right here. That would be ridiculous. Uh, (laughs) We we just get Pip and uh, Jerry? Is it Jerry? Pip and Perry. To land the ship? Pip and Perry. Pip and Perry. So sure. They're kind of a duo. (laughs) (laughs) So as the ship lands, uh, Perry is there. He's uh, making sure Bale is properly adorned, making sure his clothes are nice and pressed. Sir, please be careful. These are some of the nicest clothes that Mr. Harlan has sent you. I would hate to report that they have more blood on them. Yeah, Harlan will be fine with that. I mean, there is uh, heat cleaning these days. So if anything happens to him, well, you know, that's what you're here for, Perry, right? We have been over this once before, sir. I am not a dry cleaner. I have a repair droid. Yeah, dry clean, uh, heat cleaning, repair droids. You know, it's the same thing. You're repairing the cleans- the cleanliness of my clothing. I'd call that a repair, wouldn't you? I would say that is quite the reach, sir. That is, I am reaching very, very far with this. But you see where I'm coming from. Let's just hope you don't get perforated. Sorry, are your clothes rentals? No, I'm kind of doing this side gig for uh, for Harlan, you know, kind of modeling his clothes for him, getting his name out. So they they are rentals. That is ingenious. He's a he's a walking advertisement for Harlan's <laughs> haberdashery. <laughs> uh, Bale kind of looks at you like all cockeyed, and he goes, "Yeah, sure, we'll go with that." There, uh, and he he does the air quotes rentals. <laughs> I just imagine your clothes kind of look like a NASCAR guy. You know, you got patches that say Harlan all over them. So <laughs> I've got business <laughs> cards for Harlan. Exactly. Yeah. Check out this guy. Next time you're on the mall, check out this guy. Next time yeah, you're on you the gotta, mall, check this guy. You hand out so many flyers per stop. Yeah, yeah. No. I do kind of owe him for, <laughs> for his shop nice getting all shot up. So, yeah, I can see that. Do you like it? So, you're on planets and... Uh, I assume you guys are going to head it straight to Jaka's, uh, I don't know, palace sounds like the wrong word, but Jaka's establishment, are you going to sightsee a little bit? What is your plan? I would personally like to sightsee a little bit. <clears throat> I mean, I've never been to this planet before, so um, I would like to see the 
local well, watering Well, let's hole. do the meeting, and then we can do some sightseeing. I think that pleasure should always come after the business. I kind of want a drink first. And that's because it helps me well, calm my nose. that seems like the dumbest thing to do. You wouldn't drink before you go and meet with an important individual. Out of. Come, come, let's go. But, Greed, could, could, could you please tell him the importance of kind of getting the word on the street before going into a situation that you have no information on before? He's got a point. Of course that's not what I said. That's what I implied. When I go to get a drink, I'm there to hear what's going on around me. Come on, Skip. Is this your first mission? Alright, so you guys have the option of the Lobu Cantina, the Lost Loves Casino, Starlight Theater, or... Uh, oh, what Nijins- was that? Nijinska's Tavern. So, you have two cantinas, a uh, casino, and a theater. If you want to go cruise. Well, Grieve did a whole bunch of research. What would be the most, like, of those four, which is going to offer us the most uh, information that we could drum up on the local area and, you know, Jaka's control over it? Sure. Let's go to the shadiest <laughs> tavern. Oh, shadiest tavern. That would be the Lobu Cantina, then. Yep. Lobu you guys make is. your way over to the Lobu Cantina. It's not terribly far from the spaceport, you know. Kind of like the equivalent of an airport bar type thing. A lot of people come in and out. Nobody ever really stays too long. Last drink before you leave town. It's like literally the sign on their bar. Home of the last drink. It's a very special cocktail they make up. (laughs) (laughs) You guys walk into the Lobu Cantina and it has what would be I would say the Earth version of a Mardi Gras theme. So... There's a, a lot of music, a lot of colorful things, feathers all over the place. It is very, very loud in here. So music is blaring. People are kind of yelling at each other. You can't hear yourself over the music, but yeah, this is the place. I slap uh, Skip on the back and like, I'm home, buddy. We're <laughs> home. This, is, this place is awesome. Look, they even have, like, the, the little beaded necklaces. Ooh, I like that at the door. And he takes, like, one of the, like, a green-colored one, and he puts it over his neck. And he grabs, like, a like a purple one, puts it over Skip's neck. Come on. You need to enjoy this. Yes, of course. <laughs> uh, Smiles uncertain. Are you guys going to make way up the bar? Are you going to try to eyeball someone who looks interesting? What is the point? If you're going to just look for someone who looks knowledgeable, I would say that's maybe a unknown. Underworld. <clears throat> I'm, uh, I'm not, um, I'm not looking for people to question, but I am definitely eyeing the crowd, trying to take note of, like, who might have guns holstered on their hips, things like that. People. Yeah, we'll say two blacks for the, uh, uh for the music, sure. one for just the overcrowdedness. Or, I'm sorry, one for the lights, yeah. one for the overcrowdedness. My oh, perceptions. Man. Wow, that's too shabby. <laughs> There's the triumph. Dang. <laughs> All right. Dang. So, um, that's impressive. 
I'd say two successes. Seven people are carrying a blaster. Three people are carrying stilettos. <laughs> you give a look around and you can definitely see that there's some uh, group over in a booth that they definitely have guns. There's two men at a bar who have slug throwers in their boots. And there is a woman off by herself who definitely has some bulging thing on her hip. You're not sure what it is. You're hoping it's a weapon and not something else. <laughs> so, you know, there's a few people that are definitely armed in this establishment. It's a Kowakian monkey. Yeah. Yeah. What, are, what have their pockets is there? <laughs> um, Alright, well, I'm not going to try and draw too much attention to myself, but you know, I, I kind of tap uh, Skip and Bale and kind of just like, point out general general parts of the bottom which probably stay. <laughs> this is the threat that like he points at the guys in the corner and they look and notice him pointing at the <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and I just wa- I give them a yeah. big smile and I wave like I recognize them like oh um, yes exactly I'm not I'm not yes, very subtle about it at least at the time skips like kind of like lean side to side and like waves to get their attention and they make eye lock eyes <laughs> skip with a big grin so they kind of look at him and go get an odd look like oh <laughs> Reeves slaps his arm. Uh, so I look over at uh, Grieve and go, So, uh, who are we buying drinks for? Probably those <laughs> guys. Alright, okay. Well, I can do that. Skip, skip. Let's go buy some drinks. Alright, you guys uh, get up to the bar. So the uh, bartender is up Mesalisk, and he also has a droid zooming back mouse droids are back and forth across the bar clearing cups and napkins and peanut shells and whatnot. These see you guys come up uh, what can I do you for? Yeah, I'll take uh, uh, the two guys that he pointed out. Um, what what are they? I'll say that they are uh, Rodians. Sorry, Rodians. Rodians? Yeah. Uh, so, uh, lore question. Uh, sure. The typical drink that a Rodian drinks, is that drinkable for a human? I, I would say yes. I would imagine it would be. I mean, they might have a higher alcohol tolerance than the others, but I would say no. They seem fairly built like a regular person, so also their alcohol tolerance is fairly normal. Okay, cool. So I'm not drinking diesel if I. Uh... Yeah, you're not checking. <laughs> yeah, it's not <laughs> ever cool. clear or anything like that. So uh, I, I go over to the bartender and I go, uh, <laughs> "Hey, uh, so uh, I'll take uh, one, two, three of whatever they're drinking, and then." You know, if you pass, can it be called diesel? <laughs> diesel, <laughs> yes. Uh, I'll take uh, you know three diesels and uh, you know whatever they're drinking. Go ahead and pass them uh, a couple of uh, drinks on on me, and uh, tell them you like to speak with them. <clears throat> he pours you uh, three three frothy mugs of uh, a green liquid of some kind, and uh, he walks over with. The drinks that you sent over to the your new friends, your new local friends. Hands in the drinks, looks over at you, points, lets you talk for a little bit. Best shrugs his shoulders, walks back to the bar. They start drinking their drinks, you see them talking a little bit, and then slowly one of them comes over to see. Yeah, hello, friend. Sorry that uh we kinda pointed you out earlier. That's uh yeah, that's my friend's mistake here. <clears throat> so, uh, what's been going down over here? What's, uh, what's the word? 
what's been going down. Same as it ever is, man. People come in, people go out. I mean, I'm only here for like two days and I'm getting out of this place. This place just smells like, I don't know, like sweat to death. It's not for me. I was going to onions and nutmeg. Sweat and death works for me as well. You got the uh, sophisticated palate there, sir. What are you doing here on the on planet? I'm just I'm in shipments, man. I pick stuff up. I fly somewhere else. I pick something else up. I don't ask questions. That's why I get paid. Give me a box and I drop wherever you want. That's what I do. Yeah, I understand that, but you don't look like the type that you would walk blindly into a situation. So um, I'm actually going to try to call his bluff. Okay. Um, let's see. That means skull duggery? Maybe vigilance? Oh, yeah, you know what? Vigilance, yeah, you see if you're gonna yeah. use any tells. Yeah, I'll say vigilance. Alright. Um, what's the difficulty? Alright, so you would want be his, his, against his cool. Or against his vigilance. It's the same. His cool is uh, one yellow, one green. Unless he was trying to be deceptive, and then it would be against his deception. One yellow and green. He wasn't giving any extra effort to lie or anything. <laughs> All right. Two threats. <laughs> Are you calling me a liar? Is that what you're doing to my face right now? No, no, no. That's not the case at all. I'm just saying that, you know, um, you don't look like the type that would walk blindly into a situation. I'm just saying that. I'm complimenting you on, uh, you know... You being smart. Knowing your stuff, you that's all. all we're, you say all Rodians look the same? Are you a species? Is that what's going on here? Oh, of course. <laughs> oh Rodians all God, look the same. No. I see what you're doing. <laughs> no, no, that, that was not my intention, okay? My intention was to basically say that, well... <laughs> oh god, I'm running myself into a corner here. Uh, no, my, my intention was specifically saying that you are a smart person, okay? And uh, you look like the type that wouldn't walk blindly into a situation. I'm complimenting you. Why can't you just take a cut? I'm obviously trying to lie my pants off here. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> that would be skullduggery or that cool? Would be, that'd be deception. Deception. And then begins his, his the one yellow and a green, so one red and a purple against his middle. Uh, I'm going to uh, flip a destiny point here. Um, <laughs> and uh, that would be towards what? Um, well, I mean, that would be directly, would that be intellect, uh, willpower? Well, you're going to roll your, your deception. You're trying to lie, and you're going against his vigilance, which was the one... One yellow and green sheets of one yeah. red and one purple. At this point, Skip isn't anywhere near. Inched away. This. Yeah. We're on the <laughs> other side. We're going to go over to where the Rodian's friends are, and we're going to. I'm just going to slide in and sit there. Okay. Let him do his roll, and then we'll jump over to the other table. You bet. Got ourselves <laughs> the making of a bar. Cla- classic Star Wars. I, I know, right? <laughs> so you're going to upgrade one of your greens to a yellow, whatever you have. I am one advantage. <laughs> so, so I'm gonna say that uh, even though that he knows that I'm just kind of uh, at this point, it's very apparent that I'm just trying to cover my ass. 
I'm going to say that the one advantage is that uh, he acknowledges that I'm I'm lying, but also acknowledges that I just bought him a drink for free. And he kind of looks at that as like, all right, well, you know, maybe you're not such an ass. <laughs> Even though I'm being, totally being an ass. You, I don't know where you're from. Why you talk to me, dude? But you gotta walk yourself, man. People have not shot in this establishment for less. I'll tell you this. Buy me another, you and I can talk. <laughs> you got it, buddy. Uh, bartender, can I get another round for the fine gentleman over here? <clears throat> Alright, so we're gonna jump over to uh, Skip Grieve. Did you go with him? Alright, yeah, so Skip and yeah, Grieve, you guys slide in to the empty uh, spot where the, the other guy was. Like both of us together? I don't know, you guys sit together? It's, it's kind of like a boot. <laughs> it doesn't seem like a grieve thing. It's. And there's nowhere know. else. <laughs> so he gotta, he's just kind of like. And he can stand ah. next to the table. And just shrugs his shoulders and <laughs> yeah. just does it. Grieve and Skip are like really close together, like two twins <laughs> that, you know, won't. They have to yeah. sit on the train together. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's looking all solid, and I'm guessing Skip's got this big wide grin. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, so the other roadie just stares at you and goes, um, can I help you? Hello! Uh, saw that you, uh, saw us, and we saw you, so we figured we'd come over and exchange pleasantries. Yeah. Um, okay, thanks, uh, thanks for the drink, at least. That, oh, that was nice of you. Yeah, you bet. We need to make friends when you land on a new planet, yes, no? <laughs> and we have... I mean... Yeah, I mean, buying drinks is buying drinks is a way to make friends, I guess. So, uh, my, uh, the name's uh, Ran. Uh, what's yours? Skip Fortuna, and this is my good friend Grieve. Uh, Skip uh, Grieve, nice to meet you guys. What uh, what brings you to this establishment? We heard it was the uh, most rundown and yet the most entertaining cantina in the entire planet. Yeah, it is uh, pretty good. I mean, uh, on the weekends, they have uh, open mic karaoke stuff. That's always fun. I, I like to belt a few tunes up, you know? That is always the most entertaining thing possible. Um, question for you. Uh, do you know much of this hut, uh, Jakar? Uh, yeah, it's kind of not... It'd be weird if I didn't know who kind of ran this planet. Yeah, we've heard of Jakar. She's, uh, she's interesting. Interesting how? Well, she, uh, she likes to have a good time. She likes throwing parties all the time. She likes all types of, you know, personages. She doesn't discriminate. So, if you have a strong stomach, you can get in her favor pretty quick. You know what I mean. Wonderful. She sounds like a delight. <laughs> um, she is a delight in that way, but she does also have a very quick uh, trigger. She doesn't like. She doesn't like you. She's very quick just to shoot you. So I would say watch yourself. Be careful with what you say because she's got a band that has been playing with her, and I think they're down to like their last member, and they started with six. So she doesn't tolerate much. Please, from friend to friend, don't get shot by the hut. 
Grieve, Grieve gives Skip the side eye and just kind of rubs his chin. Wait, he rubs Skip's chin <laughs> or his own? <laughs> his yeah, own. that makes so much more sense, but we are really close. So. <laughs> Not in that way. No, of course Skip. No. Not in that way. Not that's <laughs> Skip does not offer to rub your chin as well. Um, Skip's like, this is great information, Bran. Uh, Your fellow over at the bar, uh, no doubt is, oh, they didn't come to blows. That's a surprise. (laughs) Are you here many days? Heading out soon. Uh, We're we're just leaving soon. Me and my friend, we're just delivery guys now. Keep your head down, pick up a box, deliver a box. That's what we do. Just make our money, send it home to the kids, the wife and the kids. And that's what we do. I, I love this guy. <laughs> Sounds like a good gig. It's not too bad. I mean, as long as you don't question things, because number one rule of being a space courier is never, ever, ever open the box. It's better not to know. You get some deniability, and you don't want to be put into a moral conundrum. You know, nobody likes that. I can't even spell conundrum. I don't want to be in it. Yeah, that's fair. Everyone's got orders. These are life lessons I did not expect to be learning at this bar. Ah, uh, well, I'm glad, I'm glad I can help you out there, Skip. Yes, I'm going to write that down. Don't open the box. <laughs> What's in the box? <laughs> What's in the box? <laughs> God damn it. All right, yes. so, uh... <laughs> yeah, let's, it, it seems like my, my buddy over there, he's having a good time with yours. Awesome back of you. I hope your Frank can stomach that stuff. That's gonna, that's gonna leave with some mighty bad heartburn tomorrow. Excellent. I hope you're piloting. Tonight. He's a hearty fellow, so it should be fun. All right, do you guys want any more information from uh, Rodian, or are we good? Uh, no, that was a great conversation. I like this guy a lot. Uh, Skip, hug, Skip hugs him <laughs> and wishes him well on his journey. Grieve just gets up and says, uh, <laughs> "You take care." Sure, he uh, slips uh, Skip uh, a business card. It says, X, X. <laughs> it says, uh, Ran and Kier, Space Couriers Extraordinaire, and a Goga. A Goga? A Goga. Nice. I, I just don't know what that means. We got. It's usually a dance. We got drunk one night. We were picking out our business cards and we put that in. And you know, when you order business cards, you order them like 10,000 of them because they're cheaper that way. So we just have these things. I got tired of marking them off with a sharpie, so I just give them out this way. It's easier. So if you guys ever need anything, move, no question asked, call us, man. We got good rates. Absolutely. As long as you're in the system, we may have business for you by the end of this adventure. Adventure? You're uh, going on an adventure? We are adventurers. That's a interesting career choice, my man. It's a career? Well, that's a very <laughs> weird hobby then. Ah, indeed. I think you all gotta be a little weird if you think adventure's fun. You are, you're just a bag full of fun, aren't you there? Great. <sighs> I'm just tired. <laughs> they, they got some uh, nice uh, hotels and stuff you can go crash if you want. I mean, as long as you don't mind uh, bed bugs and stuff, you can get some pretty cheap places. I've slept in worse. Well, Ran, it was a delight to make your acquaintance. I look forward to uh, engaging your services in the future. 
I assume that you guys are like getting up and like walking towards me, right? Yeah. So sure. like, yeah, yeah, as yeah. you're walking up towards me, I'm basically, hey, look, man, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to assume like that. Um, I'm hoping that these couple of drinks could fix things. And uh, you said you're in the moving business, right? That's what, that's what me and my buddy do. Give us a package, it gets guaranteed. You know what? You know what? Look, uh, have you ever he- heard of, uh, yeah, K- Count Yandel? Uh, sounds familiar. He's uh, out in the outer rim, right? Down the yeah, river trail? Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, you guys like to move stuff. So <clears throat> what I'll do is, you know, as some way for me to uh, repay my utter disrespect of your integrity as a person... Uh, I'm, uh, if you got like some way we can contact you, maybe we could pass some business along your way. He hands you the uh, same business card that's given. But does his his blacked out the uh, go-go yeah, he's part? Blacked out, yeah, he's blacked out the <laughs> go-go part. He can't tell him. So yeah, his, yeah, he's gone. Uh, so uh, I go to the uh, bartender and I slip him like 20 credits. I'm like, look, this guy and that guy are drinking on these 20 credits. I'm in. And then uh, I pass them in, uh, like a like a five credit tip, mm-hmm. and then uh, you know as they're walking by, they're like, "Well, you uh, looks like my associates are uh, walking out, so uh, I bid you farewell, sir." All right, so you guys head out over there. As you uh, get to the door, you look back and you see on the uh, off the side there's a makeshift stage and what looks like uh, some can can girls are coming out getting ready to perform a set. Lights are turned on them. Smoke machines are being set up. But yeah. inside the bar? Skip looks disappointed bar, yeah. like as we leave. Yeah, there's a little dance stage. <laughs> yeah, you guys want to stick around for a few more minutes? Grieve looks to Skip. I, I think we have some excellent information that we have gained from here. Let's head over to speak with Jack of the Hutt. Thanks for listening to the Flight Risk Podcast. If you liked what you just heard, please head over to iTunes and leave us a five-star review. Every review helps more people find the show. If you want to reach out through social media, find us at Flight Risk Pod. You can choose the light. You can choose the dark. Sometimes you have no choice but to run.